Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a good week. Once again, we're just uh, talking about our characters. I am Joel LaHaye. My pronouns are he, him, and I play Horatio Clearwater, who also goes by he, him. He is a halfling druid with an eye patch. Don't forget it, folks. That's me. Hi, I'm Ben Billado, uh, pronouns he, him. I'll be playing Raznar Truthwalker, also he, him, Minotaur Paladin. My name is Sarah Mayfield. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Tia Kerr, a, wait, Eric, <laughs> Eric, 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 we do need to uh, a bird uh, <laughs> cleric. I've been going with the long O, Eric Kokra, but I don't know Eric if that's Kokra. right. Uh, okay, I'm Logan Drackett. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing pure and pale. I'm a human ranger slash rogue, and his pronouns are also he, him. And I guess I'll go too. I'm Nick Bygate, your lovely DM, a he, him. And I guess the DM is, is that a they, you know, omnipotent being? I don't really know Ooh. where that would fall. I guess it's, you could choose as we go every day. You could be different. All pronouns for every NPC. Depends who you ask, I guess. Yeah, you get to be all, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. All of the all of the above. So, we ended last episode with Raznar's hand on a door handle, heading into this room off of the kitchen. Very cliffhangery, and what could be behind this door? Raznar pulls open the door. And it's a pantry. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) It is stocked with food and other things. The food does look different than the food that was in the dining room. (laughs) Nope. I still wouldn't trust it. After our last experience, food is not on my mind at the moment. Is there anything unusual like in terms of like stock in this pantry it seems very well stocked the same way that this floor feels very clean okay like the food isn't rotting or anything and if you like Mm -hmm. gently poke at it it doesn't like disintegrate or turn to anything else okay so yeah it's it's it feels eerie that it's well stocked and everything seems fresh like even the produce feels fresh But it's not responding to our physical tests. No. Hmm. So you are, you are. If you wish, you could take some rations and like build, you know, just take some with you, or you know, build a little food pack or something if you want. That seems wise. I am not eating ghost food. Thank you very much. I think this food is very suspicious, and even if it's fine, I do not trust it. And in a little huff of feathers, Tia's going to go back to the main room. Mold and the gross, corrupted food was, and just, I'll have no <laughs> part of that. And he walks out as well. Oi, don't let your fear get the best of you, lads. Let me have a look. I'll take some of this food for later. Sure, we'll say you get two rations worth. Not that we're tracking rations anyway. I it in my pack. Wow. Did there seem to be anything of interest besides rations in there? I'll have a look around. Should I roll something for that? Um, you do not need to. Okay. It's just food. It's just food. Even taking taking twenty, you don't find anything extra. Tibbets for mice, there, Rasnar. <laughs> Say that again. Sorry. Tippets for mice. Have you heard that? I heard tits for rice. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. a classic saying. Yeah, tits for rice. Yeah, okay. like, that's a fair trade, I guess. I'm reading, I'm reading the, the Peter Rabbit library to, to my kid, okay? And that's where this phrase came from. <laughs> Please make that part Does of his feel very, very Is it the Peter adult Rabbit. version of Peter Rabbit? No, yes. no, it's for kids. But, you know, like Beatrix Potter, like she uses all these funny little turns of phrase. Anyway, forget it. On my home islands of Gnosis, Mice are not given a tippets, but we are from different cultures, and I will accept your say. Oh. He chuckles to himself. <laughs> they take him whether you like it or not. <laughs> Nick, there was a, a, a is that a stone oven that's in this place? The like 
centerpiece looking thing at the north of the... Yeah, this thing, this area is just a full-blown kitchen. So is that like a covered... So I could check out inside of it if I was curious? Yep. Uh, I'm going to take a look inside that oven. It closes on you. No, it <laughs> it's an empty oven. Okay. Then I say... We must keep our focus and escape this dark mansion. And I'm going back to the main room. and uh, slowly starts to walk up it. Best see what's up here. I don't want anything cornering us as we move through this house. Is anyone going to go upstairs with Horatio at this time? Tia will. Raznar's on his back as well. Oh, up the rear. All right. You come to another hall. It's a little bit smaller than the one downstairs. Unlit oil lamps are mounted on the walls. Hanging above the mantelpiece of the fire at the end is a wood-framed portrait of a family. Standing suits of armor flank wooden doors on the east and west. Each suit of armor has a spear and a visored helm shaped like a wolf's head. The doors are very intricate and carved with what look like dancing children and youth. So do we see this same like insignia that we saw downstairs like the house crest of the windmill on like on the armor in the painting yes there is like a little plaque underneath the family portrait and it has two windmills on either side of it engraved into it the plaque is labeled the durst family gustav elizabeth rose thorn but there's just one person in the photo, right? No, it's a Painting? family portrait. And oh, you okay. recognize the two kids in the family portrait to be the ones you met oh, downstairs shit. and outside. Eerie. Cool. It seems we have more clues of the residents of this house. The Durst family. I recognize the children. Aye, right, so they do live here. <laughs> Investigating the picture further... It's kind of almost hidden, but you see that Gustav, the father, is holding something that looks like a swaddled child. And you can see his wife is almost looking at it with a hint of scorn. Mm. Interesting. For confirmation, the child is another person or that's one of the four people? It is a fifth. Okay. That, but it's, it's almost like the person painting the picture almost didn't want them to be seen. Hmm. Ooh. Do you see what seems like a, a small child, but unnamed, that is in this picture painting? Mm-hmm. And take a look at the woman. Her eyes seem unkind. That's not the love of a mother. It isn't. Not at all. Aye, her face speaks volumes. Horatio walks up one to one of these uh, suits of armor and would just like to inspect it thoroughly, looking it up and down, kind of walking around it and just seeing if there's anything that stands out besides the crests that were mentioned before. As you're circling around the armor and come back around the front to look at it, its hand reaches up and shoves you away from it. Wow. Stumbling back, Horatio <laughs> just withdraws his scimitar and just stands readied at it. Yeah, Raznar would instant be ready to rock. Yeah. <laughs> We're on guard. Okay. Oh, how interesting. It doesn't like it when I got so close. Does the armor react at all now that I am further away from it? No, it goes back into the exact position it was when you guys first came up the stairs. So it looks like there's suits of armor on each side of each of these doors, correct? Yeah. <laughs> at the top of the stairs? All right. I think they might be defending the doors against us. Could be. Perhaps we should start with the unguarded door and move on from there. Yeah, you can start over there if you want. Yeah, I'm cool. Does it have the same like children playing engravings on it, or no. what kind of clues does this door? What does it look like? It just—it is a plain wooden door. I'm going to open the door. I was like, do it, do it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yes, go for it. Tia's going to stand um, readied, like, in the uh, landing on the floor and not follow into this room. Kind of, like, taking up the rear of the group, you know? Protecting them in case these armored folks 
come after us. Yeah, I echo that. I'm going to let Raznor uh, investigate that room. Raznor, right. buddy. You come on in, and it's just an undecorated bedroom with a pair of beds. The mattresses seem to be stuffed with straw. At the foot of each bed is a footlocker, and what looks like servants' uniforms hang from hooks on the wall. The small little bit in the corner is, again, a dumbwaiter. And I can see uh, an adjoining door here? You can. These seem to be servants' quarters, but there is a door that possibly leads into one of these guarded rooms. Perhaps we can find our entrance there. Let's take a peek. The children may have taken shelter there. Okay, Raznar will enter into the room and take a better look at that door. You open it, and it turns out it's just a closet that holds more servant uniforms. Again, uh, a strange, you think there's probably enough uniforms for four, maybe five servants, but there's only two beds and you still haven't seen or heard anyone. I relay that to the group that there's, they seem to have had about five servants using this room, probably on shifts. Question about the map, is this anything? I'm for, for the podcaster, is this just like a something between the beds? But I think it's just... It's just a little bit of the wall sticking out. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Do we want to try to go into these rooms, or do we want to look upstairs first? Um, sorry, do, do the stairs keep going up? Did I miss yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would... Uh, the These armor, they look dangerous. I would like to go up, is what I'm going to say. The armor didn't react when you kind of went and looked at the doors. They only reacted when you were looking at the armor specifically. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I, I, still, I still think that's a little scary. And anything that would bring me closer to them feels a little, yeah. I, I am in agreement. These armors are obviously possessed of some magic and should not be trifled with loosely. We must continue on and scout out the rest of this house. Kieran, would it be worthwhile to look for more supplies in these these foot lockers by these servants' beds? Uh, all right, I'll have a look. Um, don't want to steal from them too much, but uh, if there's danger here, we may need it more than they do. At this point, I feel no respect towards this dark, cursed house. I will take whatever I can to to escape. Let's have a look. You open the first one; it's not locked, and it is empty. Not in there. Then move to the second. Again, not locked, and once again, empty. Seems they took everything with them when they left. Whenever that was. Indeed, a curiosity. My thanks. We shall move on to the next floor. All right, coming up the stairway, once again, you're in an even smaller hall. You can tell that the house is kind of getting a little bit smaller and smaller each floor you go up. And at the top of the stairs here is another larger suit of armor, again, standing in the same position as the ones downstairs with the same wolf-like head. Mm. I sense a theme. <clears throat> and and what theme might that be? Scary armor. Mm-hmm. Wolves. Wolves. Also wolves. Yes. I thought you meant yes, the theme of the wolf. But I mean I mean there's also armor everywhere and weapons and such. So at the top of this landing, there's just this set of armor. There's a couple doors up here on the map. Mm -hmm. And the armor's just kind of sitting like in the middle at the top. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not, it doesn't appear to be guarding anything. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that it's larger. Uh, like, is is there anything else? Is it holding a larger weapon too? Like, what is it? No, it just, it appears to be exactly the same, just a, a larger scale. Okay. Horatio just has his eyes peeled on that suit of armor, slowly walking up the stairs, just, just kind of readied. Scimitar drawn, wooden shield out, just kind of on guard. My suspicion of these suits of armor is still strong. I suggest we try a door more further removed from the armor. Perhaps this one. Let us go. <laughs> <laughs> and then she walks up to the door that's like on the right of the stairs, but like going into mm -hmm. the room behind where the suit of, of armor the, is. Of the two doors north of the armor, we're going to the smaller door. Yeah. As you approach and place your hand on the doorknob, it is a plain wooden door. 
all of a sudden, the armor springs to life and begins to attack Kieran. With that, for the first time this campaign, we are going to roll for initiative. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. All right. Oh. Ooh, nice. Oh. Try to surprise me, will ya? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I rolled an 11. Perfect. Horatio rolled a 15. Raznar rolled a big bad three. Kieran got a natural 20. Mother trucker. <laughs> Mother trucker. <laughs> so plus three, 23. Of course, I would waste that on an initiative roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you missed every attack thereafter. Exactly. Yeah. This music is so intense. Yeah, it's good music. I think it's Prince, right? Is that what yeah. who's singing this? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Haunted Mansion Thriller <laughs> Yeah, I, I, at first I thought having Michael Jackson's Thriller playing the whole time here in this house yeah. would be like on the nose but it's really fitting Yeah, yeah. it works <laughs> A little on the nose <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if someone did a Curse of Strahd thing and Strahd turned out just to be dead Michael Jackson Oh my lord <laughs> Oh yeah Ray's, You can have so much fun his kid Mike it. Ravenloft is just full of little children Oh, oh. No. Oh. <laughs> we did it hey, we talked oh, about baby yeah no further comment <laughs> uh, i would just love like all of this like sinister dialogue just being done in like a michael jackson voice it's like you're gonna die <laughs> welcome to my castle i'm so excited you're here to play with me <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is starting to feel like it would be scarier. Oh, yeah, it's true. Rest in peace, MJ. RIP, RIP. All respects, Pain. Kieran, you are up first. All right. After an exclamation of, of shock, looks like I, I gathered my wits about myself with that good roll there. So I will draw a short sword and fend off the oncoming suit of animated armor. So I'll swing with my short sword. Follow my sword, monster. Okay, so I got a 10. Okay. Um, fortunately, uh, because my feet, I can take a shot with my crossbow. So from my hip, I turn the crossbow up and launch a bolt aiming for its neck. Another 10. <laughs> you were on the nose with it before. <laughs> You're just too quick, right? You weren't ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. You just like pull it out, pull everything out, start <laughs> swinging and shooting. Out, right? <laughs> yeah. One roll twenty. I was kidding about missing everything. Horatio. Okay, Horatio, seeing this brutish suit of armor uh, come into play, is very worried for Kieran and those around them, and he gathers his will and he races up in front of this armor, and as he runs, he transforms, and this little halfling just starts growing in size until a large massive brown bear is sitting right in front of it just pawing the wood floors and ready to just take a huge swipe at it guys i'm so stoked listeners out there i'm taking my first big swipes as an animal and uh, a huge paw just mammoth claws come out and just barrel this thing and I will roll to hit this suit of Hopefully armor. Hopefully barrel this thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have some faith, baby. Here it comes. First big paw swipe. 17 to hit. Ooh. That's a hit. Absolutely. Uh, and I get a multi-attack. Do you want me to roll damage or roll twice, then roll damage? Uh, do all your attacks first. Absolutely. So big, huge hit with just this big force. I get him one, and then I come back with another paw swing. Boom. 17 again. Thank you, Roll20. Love that movie. Uh, uh, <laughs> great film. And I'm going to roll damage on this thing. Oh, my Lord. This is a lot of damage. Oh, I get one bite and one with its claws. So this is going to be my bite coming in hot. So 10 damage with the bite. And then with the claws. Oh, dude. I'm going to just nuke this thing. 10. Wow. <laughs> roll 20. Uh, but you can see they're different dice. So 20 points of damage yeah. between my bite and my claws on the suit of armor. That's freaky. Like every roll, this combat has been the same yeah. result. What is going on? Yeah, we, we need to... 10, 10, 17, 17, 10, 10. Yeah. Strahd is manipulating our dice. 
Yes. All right. As you as you claw this suit of armor, just chunks of metal come breaking off of it. Uh, everyone, make a perception check. Okay. okay. Kieran rolled an eighteen up to twenty-three total. Raznar's got a thirteen. Perception seventeen. Bro, would smell come into play here? As a bear, I have advantage. No. Nope. Okay. Rolling my normal, twenty-three. All right. So you all hear downstairs the floor chunks of metal hitting the floor just after you hear the metal up here hitting the floor and as for the first time as we hear those sounds i reach out and my voice rings out in each one of your heads arm up they're coming for us and you can tell it is horatio's voice coming from this bear and you're being linked telepathically with me all right the armor is up it's definitely more angry at the bear now than Kieran. Thank goodness. So it's going <laughs> to uh, try and maul the bear back. Ooh, that is a an eight. No dice. On the first attack. Second attack, 19. Yeah. Uh, so you are going to take six damage, six bludgeoning damage from the armor as it just slams itself into you twice. And that brings us to Tia. Cool. Tia is going to Guiding Bolt. Uh, <laughs> does an 11 hit? It does not, unfortunately. Oh, who'd have thought that the armor would have a higher AC than 11? Who'd have thought? <laughs> if there's one thing it has, it's AC. <laughs> it's armor, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll stay in my safe little corner, having failed my uh, spell attack. Okay, do you have any bonus actions you can do slash want to do? Nope. Okay. Uh, Raznar. Am I impeded from getting to this armor because uh, big old bear Joel is in the way? No. So you can move through ally squares. You just can't end your turn in the same square as one unless you have like halfling or some sort of ability that lets you do so. Okay. So you would have to move up, attack it, and then move back to where you are. And you have just enough movement to do that. I'm going to instead open the door that we were just about to open before this sure. uh, and go into that room, see if I can flank this guy. Does it open up? It does. <laughs> I'm going to run a bath. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for our listeners. Sorry. <laughs> this dark room contains a wooden tub with clawed feet, a small iron stove with a kettle resting atop it, and a barrel under a spigot in the eastern wall. A cistern on the roof was used to collect rainwater, which came down a pipe to the spigot, and just looking at it, you're pretty sure that that plumbing no, would no longer work. Okay, on my attempt to try and flank, this thing failed. I burned <laughs> 10, 10 feet of movement. I'm going to burn another 10 feet coming back, and then just throw a tomahawk at this guy. Nice. Yeah, tomahawk. 24. Ooh. That's a hit. Heck yes. Six slashing damage. Again, more chunks of metal. Come, like your tomahawk hits it and like shoots off chunks of metal behind it and again you hear the same clanging downstairs Ooh, would i have enough movement left to get to kind of the top threshold of the staircase yeah i'll, I'll allow it you can do a sort of a diagonal move there totally i'm gonna put myself here so i'm uh you know i'm being our our shield wall in case those armors start coming up the stairs that's my turn back round to kieran Alrighty. uh i was gonna hop the uh the balcony railing here. Yep, you can out, do that. Out of the arm, animated armor's reach. Um, and I also want to see what's going on down there. Um, so I'm going to use my action to disengage. Kieran's going to duck and weave, avoiding its blows as he tumbles over the balcony railing. Uh, give me a acrobatics or athletics. You got it. Uh, it's a 13. Yep, so you're able to land with no, no ill effects to yourself. That's good. Being back down there, you look and you see that it almost looks like the suits of armor downstairs are falling apart in the same places that the armor upstairs is. Keep on it, friends. It's dealing damage to these ones down here. With pleasure. I do not have a bonus action, so that's my turn. Okay. Horatio. Awesome. Uh, Horatio, having heard that from Kieran, just starts barreling down and just comes in again on this armor, just laying the beats and laying two attacks into it here we go 
That's barreling? Yes. <laughs> yes, barreling. 10 for my first. Uh, that's going to miss. Okay, and 23 for my second. That's a hit. Absolutely. With my claws, I hit, and so I reach out, scraping this thing, and I lay down 2d6 plus 4 for a total of 9 damage. All right, you swing with your giant bear claw, and it comes right across and just knocks the helmet right off of the armor, and the rest of the suit just crumbles in its place. Uh, Kieran, downstairs, you see all four suits of armor just crumble to the ground. That's it. You've done it. Oh, dude. Uh, Horatio, in bear form, just lets out a massive growl, just and kind of paws up and then kind of starts flipping some of the armor around with his big paw. <laughs> uh, Raznar goes back to the uh, the shredded armor, retrieves his tomahawk, and just uh, shuffles through the pieces to see if there's any clues as to how that dark magic was working. Uh, you don't really see anything that will lead you down that path. I mean, you do see now that some bits of the armor have that same windmill engraved on it uh, but other than that there's nothing really noticeable about it i believe that confirms this wretched house is definitely intending to kill us i suggest we escape this foul place as soon as we can indeed t is just like peeking around the corner and being like good job guys you did great <laughs> Um, it's a singe on the wall where her bolt landed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in this together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clap. Um, because. Do we want to try this door? <laughs> I mean, take, there's no, no one here yet. No. Take a look, Tia. Wait, wait. wait. Someone else should touch the doorknob because last time I touched the doorknob, something happened. <laughs> so, yeah, Kieran will let you know that he, he thinks that you could open those other rooms down there now without any foul deeds happening. Can't stop us now. Pilot does um, But Tia, you're opening that northern door? Yeah, I'll open it. I was going to say, out of character for a second, who are our best like perceivers and investigators? Probably me. I've got a juicy um, perception. No investigators. I'm also... I'm, I'm probably not going to sort of like let one character do all the investigations and one character do yeah. all of the... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay, I'll probably... Well Try and spread it around. All right, I'm going into this room. Raznar's right on her on her back. On her, got her back. That's the word. <laughs> he jumps on. Raznar jumps on. Raznar's right time. Let's fly. Ooh, master bedroom. Ooh. How does the ensuite bathroom look in there? Says the giant bear telepathically. Yeah. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Are you stuck, Joel? Can you move? I don't think I can. I'm just waiting. Uh, I will actually stand guard here as the bear, but I was going to talk about mechanics after that, yeah. So you can, it, in D&D &D 5e, it has this, this dumb mechanic called squeeze. Okay. So you can technically move through um, a smaller space. You just move at half speed. Oh, wow. Okay. So you could you could potentially stay as a bear for a little while if you wanted to. It would just be pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to not enter that room. I'm just going to kind of hang out here, uh, just uh, standing guard in bear form. Okay. Cool. So unlike the rest of the house that seems very clean, the master suite here is very dusty and filled with cobwebs. It has burgundy drapes covering the windows. Furnishings in the room include a four-poster bed with embroidered curtains and tattered gossamer veils. There are some wardrobes, uh, a vanity with a wood-framed mirror and jewelry box, a padded chair. There is a rotting tiger skin rug on the floor in front of the fireplace and again has uh, a, a portrait above it, this time only of Gustav and Elizabeth. There is a bit of a parlor in the bottom right corner there uh, with just a table and a couple of chairs. The most prominent feature of the room is the body hanging from the ceiling. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just above the bed. Ooh. Great. And you can see that it's clutching a note in its hand. Oh, no. uh, the body has its back to you. Uh, it is hanging noose style. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> should we? I feel like we should say something about we 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 have to get this guy down, right? Like he can't just hang here forever. I am in agreement. This mortal corpse must be removed from its unsightly end and, and taken care of. I'm just going to uh, approach. Razar will, will approach it, but obviously this house is definitely trying to kill him. He's going to make sure there's, like, this is a dead body. This is not going to kill him in any way. It's not going to come to life. <laughs> I'm going to throw you a DM freebie so that you remember to do this in the future. Yep. Your divine sense starts peeking as you get near this thing. Nice. Um, Raznar says... The continuous evil energy in this house must be permeating its to its very roots. I, I feel unsure about this body. Please give me a moment, Tia. Once again, he kneels down and you said this is like a dusty, unkept room? Yeah. Yeah, Raznar just, like, gathers that dust with his palm and, like, moves it through his fingers, trying to get a, a sense. And that's where I'm going to use my divine sense. Is that a roll or is it just a... No, it's just a... It's just you an just ability, get yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you want me to read it out loud or do you know what it is? Uh, no, you you can tell this thing is undead. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Tia, beware. This, this creature is definitely possessed. It is not simply a, an empty corpse. Horatio, we need you. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the mood. We'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just squeezing. <laughs> shuffling, just like paint. Uh, yeah, things falling off the walls. Bear comes in. Yes, okay. I'm here. What's, what's wrong with this body? I'm sensing undead energies from it. Um, I believe uh, we should strike first, and I will smite this creature down. Go for I'm it. I'm just going to hit it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Pinata, Pinata style. I was going to say, we're pinyating dead bodies. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of the, like, physics here. I don't want to be swinging a fucking zombie around from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> or do you? Or do you? Or do you? Go ahead. You can do a melee attack. It is... You're I gonna mean, get a fr- you're gonna get a free crit. Oh, nice! So you can just roll your damage twice. And if you're smiting too. That's what I was doing. Oh, I was hitting nice. this thing with the vine yeah. smite. Okay. Bonus to smite damage too. Oh. Well, yeah. So double it all. Yeah. Okay. So here's I'm just pulling up my warhammer so that it's there. And damage once is six bludgeoning. Damage twice is five bludgeoning. And then, uh, burning a spell slot to get. 2d8. And there's an extra d8 too. Isn't Why? There? Oh, yeah, cause cause undead. undead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Need to read to the end of it. <laughs> so that was 10 for the first 2d8 and okay, add another 8 on top oh, of that. So wow. I, I just smashed this thing yeah. for uh, 18, 18 plus 11. Oh, is that dude. 29? 9. Yeah. Yeah. So with a, like a blaze of light, Raznar just strikes this thing right in the back and the uh, corpse just starts spinning around slowly and you land a good hit and its eyes are open and it looks at you as it spins by you and then keeps spinning and as it comes back around again its eyes are just open and looking at you anyone can attempt a nature check to see what this thing is I'll do it go for it Kieran since you are not I'm in the room stay where you... I am for now Yeah. Okay. I'm... something else I want to do when we're done this sure. okay. I got a 12 nature you sure Mr. Bear doesn't also want to? <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know. Were you offering one or all? There. Uh, I'll do all. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mr. Bear will go. He is uh, <laughs> more of a natural, not a book smart nature learner. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Raznar hit a 14. Seven. Um, so sort of pooling your knowledge of undead in that, you are able to figure out that this thing is actually aghast. Okay. Um, which is a type of ghoul, but you don't really know much more about it. Okay. Uh, um, I'm a guy. <clears throat> Hello? <laughs> Sir? Can you communicate with us? It just keeps slowly spinning and looking at you right in the eyes as it spins by. Uh, 
what does it look like besides the eye opening? Did like, did any parts of its body fly off? Does it look damaged from Rasnor's big yeah, blow? Yeah, it does. Okay. okay. Like it has got it's got a big welt on its back, and even though it's undead, it is sort of like a dark purple now where it was hit. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be reacting to the hit. Do we keep? Do we finish it off? I'm gonna try and snatch the note from its hand. It was in its hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can do so without with relative ease. No check required. Oh, sweet. It doesn't put up a fight or resistance or try and claw you or anything. Mm. Then I would love to bring the note over to everyone and say, It had carried this note. Let us read what it says. My beloved children, I wish I could do what all fathers do and tell you that monsters aren't real. But it wouldn't be true. Life can create things of exquisite beauty, but it can also twist them into hideous beings. Selfish, violent, grotesque, monstrous. It hurts me to say that your mother has turned into one such monster, inside and out. And I'm afraid the disease that afflicted her mind has taken hold of me as well. It sickens me to think what we've put you through. There is no excuse. I only ask you though I know I have no right to do so, to try and forgive us. I despise what your mother has become, but I love and pity her all the same. Rose, I wish I could see you blossom into a strong, beautiful woman. Thorn and Walter, I wish I could be there for you, but I can't. This is the only way. Goodbye. The other kid! Yes, he speaks of a, a Walter, which I think would be our mystery third child it seems this house must be cleansed of its evil corruption you can see Raznar like he's gripping his warhammer tight he's now got a good purpose he is going to take this house down um Nick yep uh I would like to kind of do a sweep of the room and see mm -hmm. if there's any areas that have less like dust on them. Like, see if any areas of this room have been used more recently. Mm hmm So, no. Is no. sort of okay. the easy answer to your question. Everything okay. is pretty <laughs> dusty. You do kind of poke around the vanity a little bit, and you can feel that there's actually something in the jewelry box. I open it. So the box itself is made of silver. Okay. It has three gold rings in it and a thin platinum necklace with a topaz pendant. It also has a letter. Hmm. Woo! Hey guys, there's another letter. I read the letter aloud. My dearest Petrova, your advice on dealing with the unwanted fiend in my home is quite good advice indeed. Tonight's ceremony will proceed as planned when the moon is at its highest peak. Without, of course, the attendance of Mr. Durst. I must agree with you that with the assistance of such a remarkably innocent subject, the result of our proceedings may be far improved. Innocent, of course, is not quite the term I would use. If nothing else, I am relieved that I shall soon no longer have to suffer that harlot's insufferable presence each time we pass through her quarters. We shall be well rid of her indeed. My thanks, Mrs. Elizabeth Durst. Okay, putting some clues together I know, here. thank you. The wheels are turning. Yeah. Gustav is the father. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth is the mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've got a Rose, a Thorn, and a Walter. Yeah. Yeah. I think and we can then... safely assume that Walter is... The baby. The harlot's baby. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah you, pit, you did piece that. Absolutely. That was why she was looking scornful in that pick. Yeah. And exactly. this letter confirms it. In that it. pick. <laughs> so there's a third person who is just the harlot who must have been a living servant? with them. And they... Um, Probably. Like, because it's the, like, uh, baby mama. But definitely they something's gone wrong with her. It, Maybe, like... Does that letter, does it say, story that they're planning a ceremony to get rid of the harlot or the harlots or Walter or the harlot? Or did I miss yeah. it? It sounds like they're planning to get rid of Walter. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. Like there's something wrong with him. 
Like he's not a normal child. I see. Was my was my impression. Okay, cool. There was that jewelry in there. Are you um, are you doing anything with that? So the actual box itself is worth seventy five GP. Mm. Who? All right, we're taking the whole box, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rings are each worth twenty five. Okay. And the necklace, you kind of figure it'll be worth around seven hundred and fifty oh. GP. This Whoa. scares me that it's worth so much. It's going to be great, though. Um, Sorry, how much was the box again? 75, you said? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I shove them all in my little backpack. <laughs> so did someone get that down better than I did? I got it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got awesome. It. Sorry, what was the most ex- most valuable item? The necklace. 750. The necklace, 750 GP. Yeah. Raznar is going to go look at that painting above the, the fireplace for more information about this wretched family. It's just uh, the two of them. You know, they look happy in the in the painting. Um, you can tell they're a little bit younger than the painting downstairs with the kids. So you, you think it must be from before they had a family. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Back to our ghastly friend. Um, is there... Can I do some kind of dice roll to get more information on, like, a, a ghast that I might have known? That That's a... what the nature check was, that was? for. Okay. And you, you guys didn't get uh, a high enough result to know anything more than what it was. All right. I'm going to look at this thing in the eye and say... Is there any remnants of the human Gustav inside that corpse? It just continues to stare blankly at you. This... This fiend is, uh... No, I don't know what to say. I want to fucking kill this thing. Go for it. I Both. want to kill this ghast. Then finish it, Raznar. <laughs> Raznar talks back that warhammer and says, Lord Durst, I release your body from its... Fuck me. Um... <laughs> Internal <laughs> torment? <laughs> Start over. Start over. Suffering? <laughs> Take two. Lord Durst, I release your body from its torment. And he swings down again with the warhammer. Uh, don't bother rolling damage. It's enough to just essentially break the body in two. Ooh. And the, the ghast is dead. You're incredibly good at that, Raznor. The evil fiends that walk this earth should all be cleansed and destroyed. They are a a smear upon this land. I nod my bare head. <laughs> Kieran, what would you like to do downstairs? Yeah, so I was thinking about that. Um, so I hop the balcony, right? And I'm watching these armor suits fall apart. And, and then they all crumble to dust, basically, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. These doors had, like, children's markings on them, right? Stuff like like that? Was it images of children, though? I can't remember. Yeah, they're youthful dancing. Youthfully dancing. Yeah, so I'm thinking, these must be the kids' rooms. Where are the kids? I'm playing on my character's bond, which is that I seek to redeem myself from the terrible guilt that I carry with me everywhere through my actions. So I want to save these kids to save myself. So I'm going to go for the nearest door. So the south? This one, yep. Okay. And the south door, now that there's no one standing in my way, I'm like, where are those kids? Gossamer drapes cover the windows of this elegantly appointed hall, which has a brass-plated chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Upholstered chairs line the walls, and stained glass wall hangings depict beautiful men, women, and children singing and playing instruments. A harpsichord with a bench sits in the northwestern corner, Near the fireplace is a large standing harp, and alabaster figurines of well-dressed dancers are on the mantelpiece. Okay. Uh, well, assuming the children aren't hiding under the harpsichord, back to the north door. Just opening the door, this looks like a library. Red velvet drapes cover the windows. There is an exquisite mahogany desk and a matching high back chair. Above that sits a picture of a windmill perched atop a rocky crag. 
In the corners of the room are two overstuffed chairs and floor-to-ceiling bookshelves line the southern wall with a rolling wooden ladder that allows one to more easily reach the higher shelves. Okay. Uh, I will call out because I sort of assumed my friends would be following me at this point. Trasmar! <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Tia! Horatio! Hello? You guys hear his muffled calls from downstairs in the in the master bedroom. Yes. Is everything okay? <laughs> I found something. A library. Tia will flutter down to the uh, second story landing um, and poke her little head in through the doors. Horatio, stay here. I think there is still more to discover in this room. I'll, uh, I'll kind of stand by. Brasdorn thinks there's more going on here. I cautiously approach the bookshelves. The books on them seem strange. Can you do a history check? History, all right. I got a total of 18. Yeah, so you consider yourself, you know, at least somewhat well-read. And just looking through these books, there you don't recognize a single author or a single title. They all seem to be just books you've never heard of before. Um, There are two books that stand out. They kind of look newer than the other ones, and they uh, have both a bright red cover and spine. I'll take a closer look at those. Examining this bright red book, you look at the title, and it says, The Story of Kieran Pale. Mm. Uh, Weird. What's the book say? It's about me? It's not a common name. I uh, walk over, because you said there was another one, right? Yeah. I will look at the other one. You pull on it, and you hear a click in the top right corner of the room. Ooh. Did you hear that? I did. Let's have a look. Yeah, let's go check it out. Let's like roll the... Uh, ladder over. I'll let you go first. You feel a lot more sneaky and adept than I am. Well, I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. Children! (laughs) Children! (laughs) Oh boy, he's still going after it. (laughs) You head over to the the wall there, and you can see the bookshelf has popped out a little bit from the wall. Okay. Are you gonna pull it open? Uh, Yeah, I'll draw my crossbow and hold it at my hip just in case and this room also contains bookshelves that are packed with tomes and books there is a heavy wooden chest with clawed iron feet standing against one of the walls with its lid half closed sticking out of the chest is a skeleton in leather armor uh what's happened here so it's like does it look like it was placed here or that it died here it looks like it died here uh if she's not already in the room i'll call it to tia tia come have a look Whew. this is a very interesting room and then she'll just kind of like look at the books and try to get like a vibe for what what would merit these books being in such a hidden location. Based on the titles you can read, they seem to be about fiend summoning rituals and necromantic rituals. Oh. And there's a couple of books in the title that that sort of mention priests and that. Okay. Strange occult tomes, indeed. Yeah. What do you think we'll do? You may investigate the the skeleton, should you wish. <laughs> uh, you first. <laughs> I was hoping the healer might have a better better chance of spurning <laughs> his injuries. Um, uh, I am gonna go into my bag and get an almond and just throw it at the chest <laughs> to make sure it's okay and <laughs> to make sure I'm not about to die. <laughs> yeah, it just hits the chest and skitters onto the floor. Okay. Nothing, nothing reacts. Okay. 
All right, Tia will go over and just fully open the chest. You can see that the skeleton belongs to a human who triggered a poison dart trap as it has three darts sort of stuck in its rib cage that you couldn't see before. You can tell that the dart firing mechanism no longer works. Oh, thank God. And clutched in the skeleton's hand is a letter. I read the letter! <laughs> Woo! My most pathetic servant, oh. I am not a messiah sent to you by the dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you on a path to immortality. However many souls you have bled on your hidden altar, however many visitors you have tortured in your dungeon, know that you are not the ones who brought me to this beautiful land. You are but worms writhing in my earth. You say that you are cursed, your fortune spent. You abandoned love for madness, took solace in the bosom of another woman, and sired a bastard son. Cursed by darkness? Of that I have no doubt. Save you from your wretchedness? I think not. I much prefer you the way you are. Your dread lord and master, Strahd von Zarovich. Is... Can I tell, um... Like, age, gender of this skeleton? No, it is pure bone. Okay. Is there anything else in the chest, or is there anything in the chest? Yes, good thing you asked. So the once you pull the body out of the chest, uh, there are three blank books worth 25 GP each. There are three spell scrolls. Ooh. The spells are Bless, Protection from Poison, and Spiritual Weapon. There is a Deed to the House, the deed to a windmill and a signed will. Oh. Uh, reading the will quickly, you see that it's signed by Gustav and Elizabeth Durst, and it bequeaths the house, the windmill, and all other family property to Rosavalda and Thornbolt Durst in the event of their parents' death. Mm. The children. Did you find the father upstairs? Yeah. We found what was left of him. Ah, I see. It would appear that Rose and Thorn have come into their inheritance. I would say that with a very high level of certainty. Let's bring the deed and the will to the children if they're still here. I think there's more to explore upstairs. Yeah. All right. And with that, Tia will exit. But I think before she leaves, she wants to check that there aren't any more uh, like letters or signs of what was going on at the desk. Sure, you can roll. Both of you can roll investigation on the desk as you take a peek. Sounds good. 18. Lowly 13. So there's quite a few things on the desk, like uh, an oil lamp, some ink, a bunch of quills, um, some blank parchment and that. There's also a wooden seal with the family's insignia on it, the same windmill you've been seeing everywhere. The desk drawers are empty except for an iron key. Oh. And that's it. All right, let's grab the key. Could be important. Could be important. All right, let's go join the others. So while they were sort of poking around in this room, you guys have had, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes upstairs. Did you guys want to do anything else? Absolutely. Horatio, guard my back while I investigate further this room. Understood? I understand. First things first, he goes and checks out the wardrobes. Uh, They're all empty. Finding nothing, he checks out that uh, little table in the corner. There was a little lounge area, a couple chairs. Nothing new. Um, he's going to pop open the dumb waiter door and see if anything's in there. Uh, nope, but you can look down and you can sort of see what you think is the top of the dumb waiter a couple floors down. Ah, I see. 
and then I say let's go and check out the final door in this room I open it up it is locked oh I didn't realize there was more in this room as well uh, podcasters I was in like a door at the end of the room but there's also a kind of door across from the the four poster bed I'm going to go check out that hmm. um, that door that one opens and it's just a closet Raznar at this point is, is frustrated there's ghouls and armor and then he's searching around a stupid haunted house that he just wants to burn to the ground and so he, he kicks open this door make an athletics check is 24 enough we'll say it is <laughs> Uh, you kick open the door, and it is a balcony outside. Perhaps we have found our route of escape, Horatio. Good work. What do you see out there? There's a balcony. Am I able to... Well, I'm going to go out there and see, like, what's the drop look like? Are we still surrounded by mists? Any werewolves hanging out, having tea on the balcony? Um, so you head out, and you're kind of poking your head around both sides of it. You don't see any werewolves. You are still surrounded by mists. Um, but there is a black carriage with two horses with flaming manes and tails out the front of the house. Would I be able to get there from here? So obviously we're kind of on a third floor. Um, is there any, like, climbing down option? Vines, railings, ladders? So there's the railing there, but other than that, it's just slick brick wall. Uh, it is still raining. Thank you. I report that back to Horatio that um, it is a three-story drop with no way that I that I like. Sorry, do I think there'd be any way that we could climb down, or as you're trying to say, like no, it's a it's a brick wall drop. No. Yeah. yeah. So I let him know that uh, it leads outside, but there's no it seems to be no way to climb down. But there is. Uh, a most suspicious looking black carriage pulled by sorry, horses with flaming manes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what I let Horatio know. You as the players mm-hmm. now there's both you and the you as players and you as characters. You as players have heard of a similar description in Kieran's story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. The, my uh, my bear form has a climb speed. Does that help me here? It could, yeah. Rasnar, step back. I'm going to get out and see if I can scale down. I want to take a quick look at this carriage. Okay, Rasnar kind of goes back into the room and lets him get through the door. He shuffles in onto the balcony and takes a look down. And you said it was about 30 feet, pardon me? Three stories. Three stories. Okay, I, I scale down. With my, I sink my claws into this stone and kind of scrape, scrape myself down. So you start climbing down, and it's almost as if the stone is impervious to your claws. Okay. So you got like your butt hanging down, and your feet are kind of, you know, trying to get a grip as you would normally climb as a bear. Yeah. But for some reason, you can't get a grip. Okay. I, and you think if you continue to climb, you would probably just fall. Okay. Uh, upon then, I, I quickly pull myself back up onto the balcony, and I kind of mention that out to Raz, to Raznar. Uh, I, I can't get a sure foot. These claws won't. This house just keeps surprising us. I'd like to take a closer look at the carriage, if I could. Uh, like, could I just see what I can... You mentioned just the broad things, but is there any, like, intricate details that I could see or sense from what's going on over there? Unfortunately not. The only thing that is a little bit weird about it is that it's empty. Okay. And there's no driver. Okay. We should group up with the others, Rasnar. Let them know what we've seen and carry on together. Indeed. It seems this house has Perfect. many tricks for keeping us from escaping. Rasnar is going to head back down, meet up with our friends who are in the library, I think. Or did you guys head back to us? We just got to the top of the stairs, I guess. Nice. We probably just run into the top of the stairs. And without completely metagaming, like for sure, I would absolutely inform them about this carriage. They could go take a look on the balcony and just see for their own eyes what's out there, trying to see what they can make of it themselves. 
I'd be tempted to go and have a look and see if I recognize it from my dream. Uh, you do. We, of course, communicate all of our... Uh, what we found down there. Spell scroll finding, the deeds, the will, the letter. Okay. All that fun stuff. Am I correct? You guys are thinking, like, get the deed to the children? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking along that wavelength. All right. R- I'll find them anyway. Mm-hmm. Raznar says... Well, it does make sense that this house may be the possession of the children now. I fear there still may be the mother to deal with in the, the perhaps aforementioned monster is her. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of piece yep. I kind of piece together that as well and I and I'm thinking like yeah and we we need to be on guard for what we see uh chief sounds like a kind of a twisted just from the letters we've read a twisted soul we could be in for a fight so so I do wonder who invited that adventurer to the house to die in that chest yeah true I'm a little confused by that part Whoever's servant cultish behavior cultish behavior mm. <laughs> out of character we're putting clues together um yeah sorry it said part of Strahd's like uh, you did this and you brought it on yourself. It hinted at that they were inviting guests into the house to be killed. I think yeah. so. Something like that. Fuck yeah. me. Okay. That now Raznar's yeah. in like full. I was already ready to like burn this place to the ground, but now it's like confirmation. This is just a house that they use for their cult things. Before we go, did was there a reaction from Kieran in the carriage at all? No, he does. He recognizes it. Does it look like exactly the same one? Yes. Ooh. All right. Shall we finish checking this floor? Yep. I feel like I've seen a ghost. Uh, I am opening full self door. So you can t- tell Raznar is just like agitated now, um, clenching his, his Warhammer tight, being a little rough with the doors and stuff as he opens them. Uh, what do I see when I open this door to the south? It's another bedroom that has an adjoining nursery. Oh boy. Uh, I report that back, but then also open the door to my left. That is just a broom closet. Ah. Nice. So you guys were out on the patio or whatever, the deck, whatever you want to call it, the yep. landing. Um, and you know that there is more to the house, but you're this is as far up as the stairs go. Uh, that being said, the bedroom has a large bed, two tables, a wardrobe. Mounted on the wall next to the wardrobe is a full-length mirror, and that's about it. The nursery uh, just has a crib with a hanging black shroud over it. So it's and it's so you can't see through it. Are you sensing anything, Raznar? Oh yes, senses. Hundred percent. Raznar is doing another divine sense. Kneels down, takes in the a bit of the earth between his fingers, and do I sense anything? Can you tell me the range on it? Divine sense. You know, within sixty feet. Nice. You know the type, uh, but not its identity. I mean, this whole area, since you're a paladin, feels fairly desecrated to you. Just I agree. At a base level. Yeah. (laughs) Base. That being said, you do sense an undead presence in the nursery. Oh boy. Oh boy. Creepy. Should I not? I fear that one of the most heinous curses to be brought upon the land may be in the nursery. A, a child taken by the undead forces is perhaps beneath this shroud. I hesitate to reveal it, for I do not want to see. Nefarious things have happened here, Raznor. Does your ability give you the creature's location? Yep, you know the location um, with the caveat of as long as it's not behind total cover. So the shroud would be considered total cover, which means that whatever you're sensing is not behind the shroud. Oh, I get what you're saying. Oh, dirt nasty. Well done. Glad you said that. But I sense this, this, this cursed spirit is not directly beneath the shroud and uh fuck it Raznar pulls all back the shroud you pull it back and the crib is empty oh nice 
Okay. From everywhere in the room, you hear a... No! Do not disturb my child. And we'll see you next time. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Fuck me. Love Sorry, guys, it. I gotta quit the podcast. I don't have enough to clean it to wear that. <laughs>